Well, hello there. This is Anthrit with something a little bit different here that I've been thinking about doing to kind of, you know, you know, vlogging's been kind of slow, but, you know, I keep vlogging what I can vlog. But I'm going to call this uh, podcast here on Anchor, Trucking Life of a Trucker, a Journal of a Newbie Trucker's Adventure. Trucker? Trucker Adventure? Oh my, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's really creative, huh? Yeah, uh, of course I'm good with that. <clears throat> um, as far as like what I'm going to do on the YouTube side, hmm, good question. If I wanted to do a trucking series, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just travel in general, so I'll just if I catch things that are interesting, I'll try to blog it and blog here and there because I just don't want you know me. It's just the RV thing's my main thing, but you know. I don't know where it's going to go from here because I'm not going to be spending as much time in the RV as I was before. So it's kind of a bummer. Oh, wow, this truck pulling in. He's really fancy with his lights in there. He's got, like, a red light in his truck, so he glows red. Okay, interesting. Well, I guess I can uh, start with kind of a story of how I've got to where I am at the moment. Uh... Back in January, I went up to Appleton, Wisconsin, and did CDL training. I think it was called the Fox Valley Technical something. Yeah, it was for a company called Rail. Um, I googled like how to get a CDL, and they came up first. So it's like, yeah, all right, we'll just fill out an application, see what happens, and that's as far as I left it. And then like, I think it was about a month later, maybe three weeks, somewhere in there. I get a call back, and they start asking me questions and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I went and got the permit, and finally in January, I, of course, took the RV, and that's, you see in the video, Winter Camping on my YouTube channel. Then that is my adventures of the winter camping. But I didn't show any video of, like, the schooling or any of that, you know, because I'd be interrupting to sit there with a vlogging camera. Even right now, I'm finding it hard to kind of bust out the vlogging camera. I mean... What are you going to sit there and watch me sit in the truck and talk? That's why I've kind of come up with this idea, and I can sit here and talk. It's just audio anyways, and if you really give a flying fuck about what's going on, then, well, here's my journal. I'll give little updates here and there on what, what I'm thinking what's going on. And right now I'll just kind of tell you the story of how it all began. So I spent a month up in Appleton, Wisconsin, you know, um, learning to drive the truck so I can pass the CDL test. Basically, it's just they barely give you enough information to pass and get the CDL. So it's not very much. You learn to shift. You learn how to turn a little bit. You know, you learn how to drive around this that particular town. or Well, not really in the town, more like the outskirts of it. So it's it's enough to get you familiar, you know, with the truck, how big it is and all that kind of stuff. So you go through the program to take your test, get your CDL, and you go home, you know, and then you go and give the DMV, you know, your hard-earned money. You know, the DMV needs more money. That's all they need is, is more of our money, right? Yeah, that's all they need. Okay, and we'll move on to the next part, which was the over-the-road training, where, where I actually get to drive on the road. So we'll be back after I see how this is turning out so far.
Huh, that was kind of interesting. I'm still playing with this app. Uh, see what it can do. A lot of fun stuff there. <laughs> so where was I? Oh, yeah. Going over the road. Okay, now I got the CDL. I'm now going over the road. I'm a full-time trucking motherfucker. Fuck. Uh, if, if I had a YouTube series, would I call it Butt Fuck Truck? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Would I? Hmm. Well, anyways. As I was saying, so I go out for about 21 days on this uh, wonderful adventure of trucking life. So I, I get with my trainer. He's a pretty pretty cool dude. We got along, you know. There wasn't anything too awkward, you know, like some people were going through in the training program. They either didn't click or, you know, didn't get along or just fought or, you know, went through multiple trainers. No, mine was cool, you know, bit, bit of a bit of a crackhead, I think. I'm, I'm not totally sure about that, but <laughs> if you ever listen to this, you'll get the joke. I'm just being funny. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, so <laughs> my first day, what was it like? So that's when I really got to go out on the highway. We went out to, uh, God, I can't remember now. I think it was uh, Sarah Cruz, New York. So my first day driving on the interstate with the big truck. Oh my God. I, I uh, white knuckled that steering wheel the whole time. Yeah. And I stayed stiff. I didn't move much. By the end of the day, every muscle was tense and sore. Uh, my mental state was just like, eee, because of all the bumping. Yeah. I was I was definitely worn out that first day kicked my fucking ass man I mean when you're used to driving you know in a normal vehicle it's funny I call that normal vehicle that's a normal vehicle over a commercial vehicle you're like wow wow so after a good night's rest I pretty much just climbed up in the bunk I was out like a light just like that and of course, morning came, and the second day was a little better. Uh, I I would say it was about maybe three or four days. I started to feel you know a little bit more comfortable where I wasn't gripping the steering wheel and holding it in one position the whole time and and staying stiff. You know where I'm just letting everything relax. I'm moving a little bit. You know, changing positions with my hand on the steering wheel. You know, kind of feeling things out, checking it out. Um, I'd say about that point, then I was kind of a little more confident where I could, like, go and dra grab a, uh, a coffee and drink it, you know, while holding the steering wheel with the other one, you know, but still kind of gripping it. And It's kind of funny looking back on that now because now I kind of like, yeah, just drink the coffee and drive. Yeah, I, it's kind of funny. Um, that you kind of have to wean yourself to start doing that. Now I can like, you know, turn up the radio knob or whatever. You know, it's, it's, I don't, you know, I'm not like, yeah, I, I can't explain it. It's just, it's a, it's a weird, uh, weird, weird thing. Maybe somebody who's just was newbie at one time was like, yeah, whatever. But man, some of these New York loads, um, I'm not a big fan of backing. Not yet, anyways. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a I'm not efficient at it, as you would say. Even to this day, I'm. I've, I've got the uh, concept down. It's just 
yeah, what, how am I how am I going to get myself into a mess and how am I going to fix that mess is kind of where I'm at, and, you know. I'm that embarrassing guy at the truck stop, you know, pulling in and out, you know. You know, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm the show. I'm the show of the, uh, of the docks and the, uh, the truck stops. But that is what it is, you know. It's kind of nice because it's kind of, well, uh, that's kind of an interesting story. But I guess I, I'm going to go on it because it's on my head. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was at a truck stop. I just got out of the shower and uh, some guy was pulling into the slot next to me. And he's like, can you help guide me in? I'm like, sure. I'm like, yeah, this guy's got a green... What's with these people, these cool lights on their trucks? This guy's got a green LED coming out of his exhaust pipe. Wow, cool. Um, yeah, so I kind of stood up on his... Kind of like, you know, on the on the passenger side front of the vehicle so he can see me from the windshield and I can kind of say, okay, you're this close side on your side because he can't see the blind side and kind of tell him no if he got close to my truck, which was what I was seeing on the... On his blind side, he did pretty good. He didn't, you know, he had more more distance than you than he thought. And that's kind of the thing about the backing. You always you get out and you look around and you're like, oh wow, there's a lot more there than I thought. And uh, anyways, back to, I'm all over the place now. Back to uh, this backing scenario. Uh, even even my uh, trainer, he was a little bit nervous about this one. It was inside of a very inside of a building. The docks were inside of a building. There was probably like four or five docks, not very many, in this very, very small building. And you had to back it up into that dock. And, uh, you know, kind of hard when you get a wall in front of you with very limited space. And the docks were really close together, so he was pretty much like one inch to the trailer next to him. And I think he had stairs on the other side, so it allowed him a little room on that side. But looking at that, it's going, man, what am I going to do when I'm in a situation like that? Yeah, am I gonna chicken out and just say, "Hey, uh, can you give me a different door? Uh, you know, can you grab one of your yard dogs? You can take the trailer and put it in there yourself." I think at that particular place they did have a yard dog that would put it in there if you're uncomfortable with uh, putting it in there. At least that's what he was telling me from a sign that was inside of the uh, check-in office when he went to go check it in. So right out of the bat, first couple loads, very tight. Uh, backing situations, and I'm thinking, man, is this is this the way it always is? Eh, not really, because after that, um, a few of the loads were pretty easy to back back into because you can get room to pull forward and turn it in. Uh, one of my favorite spots was this place called the Caves. Uh, I think it was in Missouri, near Springfield, Missouri, if I remember correctly. Missouri, Missouri is a state. Um, yeah, and and you deliver this. It was for craft or something. I can't remember offhand. It was it was a food warehouse underground. But yeah, you get to go underground and inside of an old, uh, I think it was a limestone mine. And really, really neat. You know, good use of an old mine. Something that you know we destroy the earth and uh, dig it up and mine it, and somebody turns it into a refrigerated warehouse underground. Kind of cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else was kind of cool out there. Oh, oh, I think it was like the last day of my training. There was this really, really bad, bad backing where the proper way to do it was a 90 up the street. But, oh, my God. Um, did I have an audience on that one? 
yeah, I was not doing very well. And the trainer actually had to come in and save my save my hind and get that truck back in there. And people are freaking out on him. That lady, the guard lady who was at the guard shack, said, "You almost hit my guard shit." And he wasn't even close to his her guard shit. She was all freaked out, and you know, of course, she's writing down truck number and pulling out her cell phone. And I'm like, "Oh, all right, yeah." Uh, at least I didn't give a name. Uh, <laughs> uh, as long as you got a truck number, you know, a complaint. Uh, who was it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, that was it. Was actually kind of comical now that I think about it because it was just ridiculous. And I think near the end of the training, it was a lot of this kind of sitting uh, at the customers waiting to be loaded. So I realized, oh wow, that burns a lot of your time. Even now, I'll get into that in the next uh, segment about how, how it's going for me out in the real world. But yeah, we went to Wisconsin. I think we went to Dallas. That Dallas is where that uh, crappy, uh, crappy uh, situation happened at near the end of the trip. Uh, it's a pretty city at night. But I don't know if I like driving around there. Plans to go around there, at least not anytime soon. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready as much for that. I can, I can deal with Chicago. Chicago traffic, Chicago traffic. I can live with that. But in Dallas, you got these bridges and roads just zigzagging all over the all over the place. It's it's insane. Um, I'm sure if anybody listening to this lives in Dallas or been to Dallas knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's quite quite interesting and different. At least to what I'm used to seeing. Well, I'm from the West, so I'm used to seeing um, nobody on the road. You own that. You own that road the whole time. Pretty much, you're out there, unless you're on I-90 going across to Montana. It's, yeah, and that's that's the only really busy interstate because everyone has to cross the state to get to the other side. Okay, let me think. Anything else that kind of came up during the training that was kind of kind of a fun story? Oh yeah, somebody flipped me off my first, you know, somebody flipped me off at a truck stop, yeah, and, and here's the best part, I was going out on the exit side, and this guy was coming in on the exit side, and he gives me a dirty look and just flips me off, I'm thinking, what the hell's wrong with you, dude, you're, you're the one that's kind of trying to rush in here, probably low on his clock and has to get inside of a slot, and, and wondering why I'm in this way, but, you know, it's, I was going out the exit side, dude. Why are you coming in that way? You know? But that was kind of interesting. Uh, one thing I kind of noticed, um, at least since I've been out here now, been out, some of the truckers are really, really nice, and then there are some that are just totally a-holes. You can go either way. Some are helpful, some are not. kind of like the customers. They're, they can go either way. <laughs> but yeah, I spent about those 21 days out there. Uh, definitely was I had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun and uh, got me excited because during that you know towards the end of it, it's like I'm kind of ready you know to get in my own truck you know listen to my own music my own podcast my kind of thing do my own own uh, you know adjust my heat the way I want it do stuff like that you know not really stupid silly silly crap I guess you'd call that silly but you know what I mean so I was kind of ready. So I went home after that. And got ready to 
go and uh, take this they had like a driver's evaluation thing after you're done to see before you get your truck I'm feeling good about it I'm ready to go I'm a little worried about that backing you know because like I said it was that's been my biggest weak point and judging some corners can be kind of weird with me but I went and took it oh yeah raring to go uh, pre-trip beautifully and here comes the back you did the backing and I somehow some miracle I backed that sucker in right on first try of course it was pretty much like you do in the CDL it's it's a set point and it's something you're familiar with uh, you know it's, it's a staged place so it's very easy and all you know when you do the basic training you understand that but in the real world when it comes to backing your scenarios are so different it's like one I had today I had to back it the dock was inside of a halfway inside of the building so as I'm backing up because of how you know the sunlight on the outside and the shading of the inside of the building and you just you just couldn't see where the heck I was so it's just pretty much get out look at and see if I'm on the line up oh, nope I gotta go a little bit more to the to the to the right so just it's more get it back in there oh go back there oh yeah 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 I'm in the lines now okay just go straight back from here don't do anything else and hit that dock but yeah then okay back to the then other thing. So we start doing the over over the road driving, and yeah, yeah, things are going good. And then I had to make this turn, and and, and all of a sudden my tandems they hit a curb. Well, that was the end of that. So I had to go back out uh, with a over the road trainer for two more days. This time a different fella. He worked night shift, so we were I was up like at uh, one in the morning. He'd work during the early mornings like that, and then get back, you know almost before afternoon but it was kind of training to get better at my shifting because with the first over we were training it, it was a automatic truck and on this one it was a manual because that's what the truck I was going to get assigned was going to be a manual so, yep you know for me it's it was at that point you know it was kind of like I grind and I have a little difficulty with the smaller gears but I was doing fine in my upper gears. However, now I'm 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 uh, I'm starting to get a little bit better at it. You know, I'm starting to you know feel it. And I guess that's the best way if you're going to learn shifting. I know during the school they're like, do it here, do it, look at the tack, look at your speed. I don't know, and it's starting to become like a thing now. I just starting to feel it. Even you know getting to a point where I'm not looking at tack monitor, not looking at speedometer. I'm just kind of listening to sounds and uh, how the truck feels, is the best way to describe it and then uh, shift that way. Busy little truck stop. It's getting dark out. Whoa, look at this truck. This dude has like a garage on the side of his trailer. Is that like an RV? What the heck is that thing? Is that like an RV? Huh. I don't know what it is. It's got an air conditioning unit, a heater unit. It's got a door on it. Like, I don't know. It doesn't look like an RV because there's no windows on it. It's just that the side has this like, has like a ramp that would come down, and then it's like a garage door. Okay, where was I? As I'm sitting here watching all the different trucks come in, getting late. I'm on my 10 hour, and I've got about eight hours, so I got to get to sleep here soon because I got to get this already a late load in. Which I guess in the next segment I'll kind of talk about my first week and a half as a newbie trucker. Mm -hmm.
Okay, let's kind of go through kind of a basic summary of my first week and a half because I want to do another uh, podcast, I guess you would say, episode of kind of like the little bit more details on the first week and yeah kind of what I want to do I'm kind of thinking in my head maybe like at the end of my day just as I sign off the clock and start my 10 hour break and kind of jump on here and do kind of like a little segment or something for the day I'm trying to think of how I want to do that should I just like because this with this app I can like record segments and do another segment later which is kind of neat so maybe at the end of the day I can record a segment, call it that day's segment or something. And then, uh, yeah, and then at the end of the week, put it out as uh, one solid episode. Yeah, I think that's what I'll do. Since this app makes it so simple. Yeah, so with that, I'm just going to go ahead and move on to that. Since, you know, this episode's probably short already, but I don't want it to be too long. I'll go ahead and go over that first week and a half. So I get my truck. I finally get the um, get my first load. So I go out and do my first load, and that was so surreal. It was it was different because it was the first time being in the truck, being in a commercial vehicle all by myself. Because since the training, the overrode it since the very beginning of getting my CDL, there's always been somebody else in the vehicle. You know, somebody there to coach you, someone to help you, somebody you can ask questions to, that sort of thing. And all of a sudden, that wasn't there. I was on my own. If I had questions, I probably could call somebody, Google it or something. Um, I'd have to call, you know, go, you know stop and go get, get find a way to get help. Uh, but for the most part, you know, especially when it came to things like Okay, now I've actually got to judge a corner by myself instead of saying, hey, how would I turn this? Um, and that's where I'm going to kind of get into later on about uh, something that happened to me. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was one of those situations where I went to go turn around a corner. And I'm starting to learn this type of corner. Because I've always had trouble, always had trouble with it, kind of ending up on a curb. This time, you know, um, there was a rock, and you know that rock. Well, it was a rock. It was a, it was a boulder. I mean, you can't really go around a boulder. It's just, you know, it's going to hit your tires, and you're going to stop. And uh, so I had to find a way around that boulder, back up, go around. And here I am in this intersection, going back and forth, back and forth, trying to get around this damn rock so I can get around the damn corner. Oh, most embarrassing thing, you know, that you know if. It's one of those things as a newbie trucker. Everyone, I can just imagine what the other, I can see other truckers around, thinking what, what they're going through their head. Like, why did he do that? Um, basically, it's the type of turn where, if it's a two-lane road, and a two, you know, each, you know, I'm not saying two-lane road, two-lane on. How am I going to put this? It's the the road's totally four, you know, four lanes in total, but two lanes, you know, going um, either direction. But if it turns on to another road of the same kind, uh, no, the, uh, no, this is where the road is. Yeah, it could either be one of the same kind or um, a two-lane road, you know, one traffic going each direction. And 
when the turn there's no turn lane and the and the corner doesn't isn't really trucker friendly it's more just kind of a turn and your lanes are right next to each other and there's no shoulder on either side so it's basically just you know the lane ends the road ends on both sides um, well, you know, on your turn in the next, which you're turning on to. So that's where I kind of figured it out. Now, you definitely want to go and kind of start, you know, going into that, you know, the right-hand turn, you know, where you would be normally turn right and the right. But then also just before you get to the corner, you want to go up and snag up as much room as you can in that second lane or, you know, there was this one turn. It was kind of, I'll get into that one in a minute, man. I want to be talking about turns all day. But you want to kind of get out there and turn it so you can get around that, that problem corner. Get as much room as you can. So you kind of take off, go over a little bit more on the left side, grab some of that left. And then even if you can, take up a little bit more, you know, of the uh, other lane if there's no traffic. Or if it has a turn lane, you can use that to kind of get around, get around that corner. But after kind of having the, the rock, uh, the rock situation, I um, later on down, I think it was about an hour later, down the road there was this another one. It was even worse because of the turn. It's one of those ones where, if you, I want to say, we'll say it's about, I want to say four o'clock. Okay. So 6 o'clock is the road you're coming up on, and I'm turning on to 4 o'clock. To kind of give it an example, I, I probably could use degrees, but I don't, I'm not very good at that. So I'm going to use a clock as an analogy. So I'm coming up up on um, on 6 o'clock, and i got to turn down uh, 4 o'clock. But on this turn, luckily, um, there was hints all over the road. You could see where muddy tires of other trucks and how they made this turn. They literally had to go... A little bit off the road into the mud on the uh, on the left on the left side of the road um, and you can see where it turned and took a huge loop and basically kind of going into the uh, uh, other side lane as you're going down four o'clock to get get around that corner and uh, that was pretty easy to figure out now now I kind of know how to do it but I actually thank God there was like a hint on the ground with you know because it's kind of rainy and muddy I could see where all the trucks and how were there and making that turn. So it kind of gave me an idea of what to do there because I had to steal more space than you ever need there. And it's pretty much got to have nobody in the uh, that particular intersection at all so you can get around and not you know, hit anybody or be in the way while you're bumping a rock. <laughs> I think about now it's kind of silly. Oh. Why did that fucking rock have to be there? Why the fuck did that rock have to be there? Uh, but, you know, you can use a rock as a metaphor. Like, oh, that could have been a person, right? Uh, anyways, how did I get off on what happened uh, yesterday? <laughs> That's kind of funny. But I kind of wanted to get into this whole first first week as a, as a whole. This is kind of when things got real for me. So, on day one, go to do my pre-trip inspection. Oh, I've got a headlight out. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so, okay, now I'm learning that there could be a problem. I'll get the day going on. Now I've got to run into the store and the truck stop. Got to go buy a new headlight. 
Luckily, I, was, I submitted it, and I was like, I'm going to get reimbursed for it, but still, I have to go do that. So, all right, well, there's a a 30-minute whole ordeal trying to figure out how to do this because I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm winging it. I know I kind of know how to change headlights, but not in, not in this particular vehicle. So there was a bit of a, a learning there. Man, now that's a truck. Baby. Look at that muffler pipes. Woo. That's what, you, when I when I think truck, that's Anyways, so there was that. So I go to go to get my first uh, load loaded up. I get there, and they tell me, "Oh, it's going to be uh, ten hours before we're going to we're going to get you loaded." Okay, well, I decided to call my fleet manager. Say, "All right, well, it's going to take them ten hours to get me loaded. Well, it's going to burn my whole day." So after about three hours, they canceled that load on me, and I went out and picked up another load. So already, um, starting the day, I'm basically five hours behind, and I really haven't done my first load. So finally, now, starting from the very beginning, I'm behind schedule of what I should be. So I go and get get my trailer. It was a drop and hook. Picked it up. Took it all the way to Illinois. Get to Illinois. Do another drop and hook. And uh, I go to hook up to this trailer. I go to put the uh, emergency line on it and all of a sudden it won't the, the little holder on the gland hand um, was missing a screw because it was all rusted out it was old and my gland hand would not clamp on you know a couple or uh, we'll call it coupling it just wouldn't, wouldn't attach correctly I think well maybe it'll be all right Go to put some air in that baby, and what do I hear coming out of the glad hand? I'm like, oh man. So I had to call maintenance. And I said, all right, just put a pair of vice grips on there for now and hit up the first TA and uh, uh, along your route and uh, go ahead and get it fixed. So, okay, no biggie. Go do that. I think it would be something simple. No, I sit there at the TA waiting to get it fixed. And believe it or not, it only took them not even five minutes to change the you know they just took the old one off put the new one on so most of it was just waiting to get in you know in the line so there we go yeah we're behind schedule even more all right so I'll go go get that load try to get it in there it's already late and as this is happening they're putting more loads on me already so I go to grab that load everything's uh Kind of, kind of doing all right, but nope, 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 nope. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. There's something else. Got to sit at that customer and get a wait now because I'm late. You know. Yep. So to get unloaded, luckily it was a load and reload at the same location, so I didn't have to like run across town or anything. So that that definitely helped, I guess, save some time in a hole. So I go to take this load. I run it all the way back down to. Illinois, drop it off, and I'm supposed to pick up an empty. All of a sudden, the place I'm at, they have no empty, no empty trailer. Oh boy, so now we got to spend eight hours tracking down an empty. And granted, this is in the Chicago area. So you're dealing with Chicago traffic on I 90 during the busiest time of the day. It was between, I started out there about 7 30, running around there trying to track down this trailer 
because um, I had to go. First of all, they sent me to one place and that and that wasn't there, so I had to go to their warehouse, not the warehouse, but the place they were storing the trailer. So I went to the customer who had the uh, empty trailer, but it wasn't actually there. There, I had to go somewhere else to go get it, because they stored the uh, empties in another location. So I'll track it down, drive through more traffic. Like I said, about eight hours, I finally get a customer. And of course, this customer is in downtown Chicago. So here I am, my first week out, and I'm getting my taste at downtown, not downtown, downtown Chicago, but close to it, where the streets are very thin. Uh, turning is not easy. There's cars parked on the side all the way up to the corners on some of these things. Some of them I just had to say, uh, even though the GPS is telling me to go that way, I'm like, nope, can't go that way. It's just not going to work. And try to find another way through. Luckily, my over-the-road trainer talked me into getting one of these. Uh, it's called a Grand McNally uh, Trucker GPS. Oh, man, this thing is awesome. It, it And you're probably saying, why can't you do that with Google? You know, everyone's, if I taught, you know, in the schools, like, yeah, just use Google. Uh, Google doesn't give you the information this thing does. It gives you like low clearances. It gives you like speed limits. It, you know, for trucks and uh, you know, is it a trucker-friendly route and all this other information that Google Maps is just not going to give you it, not at all. Especially when it comes to the low clearance stuff. I mean, I would recommend these um, this to somebody who had you know a, a, an RV as well. That's definitely would help in our person in RV because a lot of people are like they want Google Maps to be RV friendly, but uh, I'm sure truckers want Google Maps because Google Maps does one thing that uh, I think this thing does it, but you need a wife a separate Wi-Fi connection for it. Is is your live traffic data and shows you where the wrecks are and what road closures are. You know, there's just some things that yeah you can use it use the Google because it's like an extra tool you can use, kind of see what's going on with your traffic and seeing if there's a wreck reported somewhere or what's holding up traffic in that area. You know. But that's neither here there. So, luckily it was able to guide me through that craziness of downtown uh, um, Chicago. I finally get to the customer. Well, because I'm so late, I'm pretty much just going to sit there until it was almost like the evening. My clock has one hour left on it. And I'm finally up to the dock. They're finally loading me, so I end up spending the night there. And all right, let's get this thing where it's supposed to go, and everything will be just fine and dandy. Well, anyways, I got to go get the sucker weighed, because I'm a newbie. I need to learn how to weigh and how to distribute my weight. So I go to the, the truck stop, which is a two-hour drive of 30 miles. Uh, that's how it works in the Chicago area. So I go to weigh this thing. Oh boy, I'm tail heavy. I'm too heavy on the tail. Um, I adjust the tandems a bit to try to try to correct it. Um, and I went as far as I legally can, and I got it down to about thirty-four thousand seven hundred. I was seven hundred shy. So I call my fleet manager and say, "Hey, what 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 can I do here?" Me, I'm thinking in my head. Um, hopefully, you suggest something else. Because I really just want to get going, you know, you know, in my head, and I really don't want to go drive through downtown Chicago again. That was that was really difficult. That's stressful. 
nope, go back to the go go back to the shipper. Whole time I'm driving back down, another two hour drive down, uh, figuring out and uh, dodging people and doing the uh, crazy turns in Chicago and luckily nothing got hit. There was no rocks in that area, so they were safe. That's probably why. But finally after that, get this load, I start taking it up, of course. I think it was going somewhere, Appleton, they went to Appleton, Wisconsin, kind of funny, because it was a place where I took the uh, original CDL training. So it was kind of surreal. I actually uh, stayed at the truck stop and took a shower at the place when I was staying in there, um, the campground. I would go to that truck stop to take a shower because it was only $8 for a shower, so pretty pretty reasonable shower. So it was kind of fun to sit there and go to the shower and say, I remember uh, my first week and where it all started. It's kind of like a nice little reflection of like, yeah. I remember standing in the exact same shower at the end of the day, thinking, am I even going to get my CDL? Oh my god, this is so difficult. And now it's like, I'm figuring it out. So I'm behind um, on two loads. Finally, the next two loads, they went like I would say, like normally, and they were dropping hooks. So, you know, I was late, but you know, dropping hooks, even if being late's not good, but still you don't have to sit there and deal with the loading unloading kind of crap and so i was able to get home just in time to get to my home time and get my 34-hour reset and start out this week and then this week was starting yesterday everything was going good too except for that damn rock and i'm, I'm sitting here looking at another one damn boulder here at this corner oh, there's three of them over there and they're calling my name they're, they're sitting over there laughing at me Okay, so don't fuck you, Boulder. Um, so this morning, it's kind of funny. I was doing good. I got my got to my customer an hour early. I'm ready to go. It's a, a dropping hook. I was grabbing my trailer, getting ready. I was going to be on time for my uh, next customer. And then out of nowhere, your trip has been canceled. We're going to send you on another trip. That has the same start time, but um, on the other end of Chicago, and pretty much close to the downtown area again. So already right there, um, because that messed up my plan. I have to figure out where I'm going, what's going on. You know, here I am. You know, it's like I got to be there in 30 minutes. Well, that's impossible in Chicago time. So I go and finally get to the customer. You know, at least they were. They weren't too bad with loading me up. They loaded me up pretty quick. You know, it wasn't a big, big ordeal. And of course, now I am. And now, let's see, where, what is this place? Somewhere in uh, just across the Mississippi and the Minnesota? Yeah, Minnesota. So now I'm going to end up being about an hour and a half, maybe two hours late to get to the customer tomorrow. And then they asked me on my phone, why are you late? And I have to explain that to what I just said here to them. I'm like, oh, okay, well, thank you. I'm like, oh. Makes my head shake. So already we're in week two. Um, tomorrow's going to be, well, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. And I don't know. Most of the time it's been like, I want to be like with the trainer when we were doing it. 
just do the loads no no silly nonsense that's been what it has been just silly nonsense in the way it's like it's frustrating i mean i guess we'll see how how the next one's going that's where we'll move into um into the next episode is what happens from here so what I, like i said what i'll do is i will take the time at the, uh, when i take clock off I kind of run through the day and kind of fill you in on, on the journal. Kind of like this is my start, uh, uh, captain's log. Yeah. I'm not going to be that geeky. I, I know I'm pretty geeky, but I'm not going to be that geeky. This is the trucker log. Start date. Uh, whatever the fuck day it is today. What the fuck is today? I should memorize my dates better, huh? I wonder if I'm having a hard time staying on time because I don't even know what time it is and what day it is. Tuesday the 27th? No. Oh. 326 of 2019. Uh, yeah, Mark Heider would be good at that one. But there's been my uh, my my first adventures. Um, Learn the ropes. Paperwork's all right. I'm getting that down. I'm getting better at judging my turns. Oh, and my shifting is getting a lot better. I'm grinding a lot less. I think I already talked about that. How. Yeah. I think I'm going to start repeating myself if I keep going on and on. Maybe that's because I'm so tired. I got uh, 7 hours and 33 minutes left of this 10-hour reset. So I should probably get to bed. But I might upload this. Watch a YouTube video. Oh, I still got to submit my paperwork from the load today. But I'll get that done and hopefully get to sleep with still 7 hours left on there because i got to get up. At least I like to get up 30 minutes before the clock's up. That way I can run under the truck stop. Get me some coffee. Um, run over my truck. Kind of pre-trip it a little bit. And hopefully everything will be okay. Because when I got to this truck stop, I somehow got the exhaust hot. But maybe that was because <coughs> ninth gear up a hill really got it cooking. I don't know much about how DEF work that, that whole concept. It's still all new to me. But yeah, a light came on saying it was hot. So... Probably a perfect time to uh, take a break. So hopefully I didn't burn anything up. I'll pre-trip everything in the morning and hopefully all fluids are okay in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me just say the gas prices here, almost as much as the diesel. Diesel's 288 here. Gas is 269. And I thought in Indiana was bad with their 249. Holy cow, Minnesota, you're fucking people with the gas. Of course, I think the diesel looks reasonable. Isn't that normally three bucks? Over three? That's the catch there. But white bread's 49 cents, it says on the little display. Eggs are 99 cents. I was neato. It's called a quick trip. I have like a mini grocery store in there. I just bought some uh, chocolate, uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. And I just ate that whole tub. Oh, man, it feels good. Well, not my tummy, but it was good. Anyways, I'm going to end that here. If anything else comes up, I can always start it in the next uh, episode. So, this has been Anthony from Anthware. From this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking. And also, since this is an anchor platform, go ahead and hit me subscribe. You can send me a voice message on here. If you send me a voice message, I'll go ahead and play it on the show. Um, subscribe to me on Anchor. Um, I'll probably push this out to my other social media networks. So if you follow me there, make sure to follow me on Anchor and 
we'll give this a try. We'll give this a try because I need something a little bit different because you know me, I pretty much do a vlog maybe once every two months now. Uh, you know, it's much easier because video editing is a pain in the butt. This is real simple, real easy, real easy to do. <sighs> or was I? But yeah, I was signing off. All right, this time for real. Anthony from Antwerp, signing off. Keep on clicking. Butt, 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 fuck Trump.